live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. I am your host, Jen Brazil, and this week I have the honor of bringing to the show Meg Stratton. Meg is a mom of one and now two since this episode is airing. She has had her second little baby girl. So excited for her. And she has an amazing, thriving online community where she brings women together who are in business who are moms, and who are trying to do everything together, which is hard. I am going to be the first one to tell you that this mom thing is very tough, and we hear you. We understand. Throw on top of that your dreams and passions to have a business from home while still being a mom, and it just gets even more complicated. So I love that Meg has started this beautiful community through Facebook. I encourage you to check that out. She talks about marketing and all things business. It is such a fun Facebook group, and we have links to that in the show notes. She talks about it in the end of the show. She is just probably the best word to describe Meg would be vivacious, and that's such a fun word to say, vivacious. But I am still talking about her when you would be doing much better to actually hear from her. So ladies, welcome Meg to The Unhurried Life. Hey Meg, how's it going? It is going well. Thanks for having me today. Of course, I am so pumped to get to talk with you because you are a business mama and I just feel so connected to you already. That's right. I know. I feel like we have so much in common and that's what I love about like podcasting in the online world is because you meet friends from all over the place. Yes. Now I can't wait to share you. So go ahead and tell us just a little bit about yourself, kind of where you came from, how you're unique, what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Megan Stratton. Most people call me Meg. I live in the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee with my husband, Mark, our uh, three and a half year old daughter, McCartney. Yes, she is named after Paul McCartney from the Beatles. She's the (laughs) coolest ever. (laughs) And depending on when this episode comes out, I will either just had a baby. So I'm four weeks away from having our second daughter, Marley. And yeah, we're, we're super excited about that. I worked full-time for one of the biggest media companies in the U.S. So chances are, wherever you're listening to this from, one of the local television stations is owned by the company that I work for, Gray Media. I also host the Unshaken podcast and am the creator of MeganStratton.com. So that is a little bit about me. And when I am not pregnant, my favorite thing to do is be around water and eat oysters. But right now I've had to take a little nine month hiatus from the oysters. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So funny. Well, and what Tell me about water elements in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm not familiar with that area. Oh, yeah. Well, we're right on the Tennessee River. So we, you know, what I love about Chattanooga is that it is a city, but it's nestled inside of the mountains and we're right on the Tennessee River. So you kind of get the mountains, you get lake life, and you also get like city living. So 
that's just like the trifecta to me. I'm also a huge beach person and we're not close to the beach, but we are close to water. So that's good enough for me. We, we live on a lake too. So I like to sit outside on my back porch and drink my coffee and look at the water. There's just something about water that that is my reset place. That's where I get my calm from. That's like my time with God. So water and me, we're pals. You are speaking my love language. I agree 100%. I love water and that back porch. I'm super jealous of already. So tell me a little bit about how you got started because you have a full-time job. So how did you get started podcasting and just doing the mompreneur life? Absolutely. So when I had my first daughter, which was in January of 2017, being a first time mom, you have no idea what that's going to be like. I was very defined by my career before I had kids. I wanted to climb the corporate ladder as fast as possible. And I really took pride in my job and being one of the youngest managers in that company. And after I had my daughter, your whole world just shifts. And my mindset of this is what I want to do. This is who I am. I'm defined by my career was now I'm McCartney's mom. And everything that I want to do is for her. And I want to leave a legacy for her. And during maternity leave, I had wicked, wicked, wicked postpartum depression. And it was really, really scary. And I just remember thinking during that time, if I can do something to help another woman not feel how I feel right now, I have to do that. I just felt like this call on my heart to do that. And so I reached out to one of my good friends, Courtney, and I said, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what's happening. We had always shared creative ideas together. And I said, I really want to start a podcast and I want it to be faith-based. So that's where the name Unshaken comes from. Unshaken in your life, your faith, your dreams, your motherhood journey, your business, you know, all the things just to be unshaken in that steadfast faith and create a community where women can come and talk about not only the dreams that they have, but the really hard stuff in between the doing and the dreaming. And so that's really when Unshaken Podcast came to life was in February of 2019. We packed up and moved back to Chattanooga to live closer to my family and started developing the brand. And then that has turned into, you know, a full-blown business and coaching and helping other people launch businesses just with my digital experience from my corporate life. So all of it came out of a place of wanting to create a safe space for women who not only are moms, but have all the other passions that, you know, you and I do and give them a place that they can share that. That sounds awesome. Tell me a little bit about you and Courtney's relationship. So Courtney and I met Uh, This is a hilarious story, but I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. (laughs) Courtney and I met working at a TV station together. And I remember the first day that Courtney walked into our conference room. I can still remember the outfit she had on. Her hair was done perfectly. And I mean, Courtney's just a bombshell. So I remember her walking into the room and I thought, okay, you know, my jealousy, my instinct, my woman instinct, unfortunately took over. And I thought, I'm either going to love her or I'm going to hate her. (laughs) (laughs) She just had, you know, the perfect hair and turns out that I ended up loving her. We were fast friends. We were both in each other's wedding and, you know, Courtney and I did the Unshaken podcast together for a full year. And then Courtney decided that she had some 
opportunities come up with design, which Courtney is the creative one. Like I am the, I can talk to anybody about anything one and I can put together best laid plans. And Courtney was really our creative one and helped with graphics and photography and just that side of the business. And she had an opportunity to start doing some design work. And so we did the podcast together for a year and built it from the ground up together. And then we both made the decision of, hey, just because we aren't doing a podcast together now, we're still able to be best friends and, and dreamers together. And so March of this year, I relaunched the Unshaken podcast as a solo show with Courtney's full support. And we've always said, we'll find our way back to each other somewhere in business. But it was great to have her start the show with me and us work together for a year of creating the community and the backbone for the show that that is Unshaken Podcast today. That sounds so fun to have somebody be so close with you and understand what you're going through. So that makes me really, that makes me want to circle back around to your postpartum. You yeah. said you, you had postpartum, but it was while you were on maternity leave that you kind of decided you want to do this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about that process? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and I will absolutely, Jen, try not to be on my soapbox. This is women's health now more than ever, especially because during this interview, I'm pregnant again. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's just top of mind for me. But yeah. one of the things that like nobody tells you, and this is just Megan being 100%, you know, real with you guys is that when you have a baby, they talk about, um, you know, it's, it's the best thing that's going to happen to you. It changes you forever. And, you know, all of these great and wonderful things. And it absolutely is the biggest blessing that I've ever received is being a mom. But no one told me that, you know, there's a possibility that after you have your baby, you are going to walk through some hard times and, and not everyone does. But I didn't have postpartum in the sense that I felt like I couldn't connect to my child. I had postpartum in the sense that I felt like I could connect to no one but her. Um, I didn't want my husband to hold her. I didn't want my mom to hold her. I stayed up nights and nights and nights on end making sure she was breathing. I was so anxious and I was so destroyed by my own thoughts when she would cry and I didn't know it was wrong. I was immediately just like, I, I'm doing it wrong. She, she's mine. I'm solely responsible for her. Nursing isn't going well. You know, she, I, I'm, do I give her a pacifier? Do I not give her a pacifier? Should I get in this Facebook group and take advice from these other women? Why do I not know what to do? This is my child. And it just got to the point where I was so overwhelmed that I was almost paralyzed by it. And I just remember laying up one night and my head was against my hard headboard and my a uh, sweet little baby was nursing and I was bawling my eyes out. And I thought, if there is something out there in the world for me to do, it is to not let another mom feel like this. And I know that that's a huge task to take on, but I just kept thinking if I can save like any of my friends or any of my friends, friends, or any of my family or any of any stranger that I've never met from feeling like I do right now, where I'm just so defeated and felt so like worthless and alone, I'm going to do it. And so that's, that really is what it came out of is that's probably the most rock bottom I have ever been, but it was able to bloom into this beautiful, you know, community and business. And so I'm glad that I walked through it because now being pregnant, 
I know that if I walk through it again, I'm better, faster, stronger, more faithful than I ever have been. And I think I'm, I'm more ready, but more than anything, I'm able to reach my hand out to another mom and say, Hey, I understand. I know what you're going through. I'm not going to let you do it by yourself. So that initial thought was really what prompted everything that followed. Meg, that is an amazing calling. Like I'm, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps listening to you explain this calling. That is so deep. So it's so beautiful too. So you're, you're really big on building community. What has that looked like in regards to literally like everything you just said? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for saying that. That's, that's really, you know, it's, it's very nice of you to say, and, and it's one of those things like when God speaks to you, he speaks to us a lot. We just have to listen. And that was definitely one of those moments of like, look, girl, I know you are down and out, but I am not going to leave you alone. You're not here alone and you're going to, you're going to pick yourself up and move forward. So from that point on, I just, obviously I had a newborn and I was going back to work. And so I started thinking of different things that I could do to put everything in motion. And one of the big catalysts for this community actually getting built was when I decided to move back home closer to my family. And I told Courtney, who we lived close to each other at the time, we had always talked about dreams and starting a business together and and things of that nature. And I just said, look, I want to raise my daughter next to my parents. Like my parents are such a huge influence in my life. I need their help. I want them to be able to help out so I can still foster my marriage and have a great marriage with my husband. I'm feeling called to go to Chattanooga and to move back home. Can we still make this work? And when I moved back to Chattanooga, Courtney started sending me podcasts because I had an hour commute each way to work. And I started listening to shows and that's when I said, look, this is the avenue that we want to take. Like, let's start a podcast for the working and stay-at-home mom. I mean, Courtney was a stay-at-home mom. I was a full-time corporate working mom. We had both of those different perspectives that we could really tap into. And we wanted to reach that mama when she was doing the dishes at night or when she was hiding out in the laundry room because she was feeling like a failure that day or when she was driving back and forth on her full-time job commute. Like, my gosh, you know, just as women, there's so many times where if I just had that person to reach out to me or that voice in my ear, you know, earbuds saying like, yeah, this is hard and I'm walking through it too. We really felt like that was the best platform. So we created the podcast. We started an open Facebook group. And then from there, we just, it started growing. And that's really how the other, you know, business side of things for Unshaken came to be. But we were just two moms, new moms that knew that we wanted to reach women where they were, no matter if that was in the car on a commute or if that was at home with their kiddos and give them some advice and some revelation that, hey, we have your back and we are totally in this together. Uh, That's where it all kind of came together. Are you tired of scrolling Pinterest to find dinner? Girl, I got you. Tasty, simple, and healthy. My seven-day meal plan lays it all out. I am talking breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, not to mention a few at-home workouts and your grocery list. 
Head to jbrazil.com slash full week. Meal prep never looked so good. Again, head to jbrazil.com slash full week and let me take care of dinner for you tonight. Okay, so you took on like lead on the Unshaken business. You have a commute, you work full-time and you're running this business now, all parts of it, and your mom. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, and a wife. Let's, Let's just throw in all these things. So how have you found little ways to just simplify? Yeah, I love this question. And it's probably the question I get asked the most because when you say, I have a toddler, I'm a mom, I work a very demanding corporate job, I have a podcast, I'm a coach, I do all these things, people just look at you kind of cross-eyed. I will be the first person to say, like, there is no silver bullet, like, please don't listen to the show, and you're like, wow, Megan's doing all this stuff. No, don't feel like that at all, sister. My hair has dry shampoo in it right now from the last three days. I am large and in charge, Amen. super pregnant, Amen. and streppy chain, and, and uh, stretchy pants. <laughs> I am with you. But what really works for me is I'm an Enneagram three and I'm super type A. And if you were to look at my calendar, um, depending on the type of personality that you have, it would either freak you out or you would love it. So I have basically every working day completely planned out times. I'm a huge batch worker. So I love to do emails in the morning. I take an hour to an hour and a half, knock out all of my emails for the day. I love to batch record podcasts. So right now I have probably 20 podcasts lined up so that I don't have to record on maternity leave, but I'm just a huge, huge proponent of We all have one thing in common, whether you are me, whether you're Jen, whether you're Oprah, doesn't matter who you are. We all have the same amount of time. And so I try to take advantage of that time through different time management skills and and different things like that. So that at night when my daughter is around and wants to play and is you know, eating dinner, I can sit down and eat dinner with my family and not be stressed out and want to pull myself back to the computer. When I'm not pregnant, I'm a big morning person. I think that getting a lot of things done in the morning before your kids or your husband is awake really works well for me because then I don't feel like I'm missing out on family time by doing those things when they are awake and want me to be around. So I try really hard to schedule my life to where I can fill my cup and pour into all of the other vessels equally so that I'm not just doing a halfway job with my podcast. I'm not just doing a halfway job with my corporate career that, that, you know, pays for me to be able to have, you know, the podcast and things like that. So time management is a learned skill. And I I like to say that I'm pretty darn good at it. (laughs) I feel like I could take some notes from you. So what do you do when you see the scale start to kind of tip? And girl, it does. (laughs) that you know it really is one of those things like we talked about earlier I am a huge extrovert and I love to be around people and I'm super outgoing and when I start to feel like things are getting shaky or maybe I'm dropping the ball somewhere or I'm not doing it to the best of my ability 
that really is when I have to check myself and say, okay, Megan, what are, what are you missing here? And I will just be so transparent with you. Nine times out of 10, it's that, have I laid down like my anxieties at the cross? Have I said, hey, God, you know, I am struggling with toddler tantrums and I don't want to be the parent that yells, can you please help me? It's that time that I, I have to check myself and say, okay, things are starting to feel shaky. Why is that? And nine times out of 10, it's because I've let my life get so overwhelmed that I have forgotten to lay down worries and anxieties and fear where they're supposed to be laid down. So that's when I will grab that cup of coffee. I will go out on the back porch and I will reset like for me to be such an extrovert my reset really has to happen with just me, myself, and I. And even if it's just 30 minutes of alone time in the morning, staring at the water, saying, okay, this is kind of the mess that I've gotten myself into. I'm overbooked. I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. What can I do about it? And it's that morning prayer, gratitude, meditation, and just kind of bringing myself back. And most of the time that absolutely works. Is there times that the balls drop and that I'm overwhelmed and exhausted and I scream at my toddler and I'm frustrated and I'm pregnant and I'm tired? Yeah, there's absolutely those moments too. So just really bringing it back to what matters the most. And another thing that really helps with that is my husband is the most chill person on the planet. That guy, he is a two-time Iraqi war vet, and he does not let these small things get him down. So to me, who, you know, a dirty kitchen that has dishes everywhere would bother me to death, and I would stress out, and oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't schedule for this, I don't have time to do the dishes, what's going on? He's like, look, just keep every, all the small things small, like these are dishes, they're not going anywhere. Everything's going to be okay. And so yeah. you have to have those people around you that can remind you like, okay, sis, it's going to be, it's going to be all right. <laughs> that is so true. And sometimes it's okay to use paper plates too. Oh, honey, paper plates. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have a super strong community and you talked a little bit about when you started your Facebook community. Tell me about what that's been like, how that's changed your life to connect with people online that you don't maybe ever get the chance with to meet in person. Yeah. And isn't that so strange? Like I could sit here and name off probably 10 girls that I talk to on a regular basis that I have never met in person that I truly feel like are some of my closest friends. And that just goes to show you the power of the internet and, you know, podcasting and Instagram. And yeah, like I definitely could, I definitely feel that way about you, Jen. I'm like, I could talk to Jen all the time. (laughs) I know I could talk to you all the time. (laughs) But you know, the thing about the community is I wanted it to be uh, a private Facebook group so that people didn't feel like they had to hold back if they were struggling with certain things. It's definitely a place, a melting pot, I will say. Like right now, Unshaken Podcast is a faith-led podcast for marketing and sales. So there's a ton of times that I go live in there and like I'm going live in there this week to talk about how to build an online relationship for your business. Just things that over the course of this decade that I've been in digital marketing that I can serve my community with. I ask them frequently. I mean, all of the topics that I talk about on my show, everything that we discuss in the community, I ask 
the Facebook group, like, Hey, what are you guys struggling with right now? When COVID hit, it was like, how the heck do I work from home? I really just believe that community grows when you serve them so well. And that's where I try to be, you know, a leader and serve the community with what they need right now. So that community in there is moms that maybe are thinking about starting a business, like would be perfect to read your book because they maybe feel like they can't do it right now. But they're in that group because we talk about mom stuff and mom hacks and what to do with your toddler. Maybe somebody's in there that is in corporate and wants to transition out. There's a lot of those women in there. There's a lot of women in there that are direct sales that are trying to really break out of that box and make that a sustainable business for them. So it's definitely a group of women that just are looking for a place to not only be able to share their struggles, but a place that they can come and learn and know that no matter what question they ask, if it's how to grow my following on Instagram or how do I get my toddler to go to sleep at night, there's going to be a woman in that group that can answer that question and have her back. So it's important to me that it feels inclusive, whether you are, you know, a corporate working mom like myself, or if you are a stay-at-home mom that just needs some people to talk to and some Christian women to have your back. That is so true. And that is so, so needed. Both jobs, stay-at-home mom, work-from-home mom, both jobs come with things that are just unexplainable that very few people can relate to except for someone else that's already there. And even then, only God knows the true weight of what you're carrying, but it is so nice to know you're not alone. So I just want to, I just could pat you on the back and tell you that this is a much needed community. I'm so proud of you for starting it. It sounds amazing. Okay, well, you kind of already talked a little bit about what you do when things start getting a little chaotic in life and sitting on the back porch and things like that. What are some of the other things that you do to either rest or get yourself grounded, come back to unhurried and a little bit of balance? Well, I would love to say that I was that girl that worked out the entire time that she was pregnant. I am not. (laughs) I am not that girl. Okay. (laughs) I want, yeah, I want to be her, but. You're also being pregnant during quarantine. Oh my gosh. That has like completely been wild, but. You know, before being pregnant with my second daughter, I I really love to wake up and start my morning with a workout. I know that that probably will get a lot of eye rolls and believe me, like check me out on Instagram. I am not like the epitome of health at all, but there's something about just getting, (laughs) you know, it's true. I I am a carboholic. I love carbs, but um, (laughs) there's just something about waking up and getting in a sweat session that makes me feel strong. And that makes me think later on in the day when I'm maybe in a meeting with a client, they're giving me a hard time, or maybe if something doesn't work or my, you know, my daughter is, you know, unhappy with what I'm doing, whatever it is. I'm like, look, you just pushed through 45 minutes of a hit workout. You can get through this right now. Like this is nothing. You were sweating. You were tired. It was five o'clock in the morning and you still did it. So like you can do this now. And I really think back to like my labor with my first daughter, when I hit road bumps, I'm like, you created a human like out of your body. So you can do this. And, and drawing back from that, that definitely you know, helps. And there really is, I know I've mentioned this several times and people are probably like, golly, what is up with that girl in water? But like taking a bath 
calms all of my nerves. I mean, I'm born in March. I'm a Pisces. I just would like to call myself a mermaid. Always something about like either taking a shower, taking a bath, walk, taking a walk around the lake. Like there's that reset and everybody has, you know, one of those things that's there reset and and that you know that's mine is getting to take a bath without a toddler in the bath with me those are always amen <laughs> amen amen it's so true and the other thing that i would just say to round all that out is i really really enjoy times like this i love pouring into other people. I love meeting new people. So to me, when I record a podcast episode or when I, you know, get the pleasure of coming on as a guest on a show like I am now, I mean, this really refills my cup because I I just like to meet new people and I love to learn from other people and hear different perspectives. And so a lot of times when people say like, gosh, how do you do it all? I'm like, well, doing this, like talking to you, Jen, and then having you on my show, I mean, this is this is what I live for. I mean, I absolutely love talking to women about business and faith and mom life and just everything that's messy and, and unfiltered in between. And so I think that when you find the right thing, pouring out can actually fill you up. A hundred percent. And that's definitely how I feel about interviews and going live in my group. I mean, sure, it's scheduled time, but it's such like a a service and it's such an honor that, you know, you would be able to chat with these people that otherwise you would never meet in your whole life. I mean, there's definitely something to be said about that. That is so true. Well, Meg, where can people find you to find your community and just see what you're doing in life? Yeah, so I hang out the most on Instagram and I'm over on Instagram at Meg Strat. You can find me there. Uh, I go, I'm in my stories all the time. That's where, where you'll see the, the real life and the overflowing laundry baskets and all of that good stuff. Um, I show up live at least once a week and do some training and uh, we do lots of growth and engagement over in the Unshaken podcast community. So if you search on Facebook, it's called Unshaken Podcast Community for Women plus Faith-Led Sales and Marketing Tips. But if you search for Unshaken Podcast Community, you'll find it. And last but not least, my website, meganstratton.com, it's still up right now, but it's under construction and it will be um, relaunched here in the next couple of months with a pretty little new brand and some different exciting things on there too. So I can't wait to see that. That's right. So those are the, the main places, but I would, I would welcome you to, yeah, join me on any of those. Of course. Well, it's been a pleasure having you and I look forward to the next time we get to chat. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jen. Was that not just so fun and refreshing to chat with Meg? And guess what? Meg completely inspired me to make an Unhurried Life community. So if you head over to Facebook and search the Unhurried Life community, that Facebook group will pop up where yours truly has promised to hop in there three times at minimum live a week so that we can chat about living life unhurried, living life to its fullest, systems for simplification, health, and so much more. So time to join, head over to the Unhurried Life community on Facebook. And I cannot wait to actually talk to you face to face on social media. It's going to be so much fun. Until next time, I will see you over on Facebook. This is Jen Brazil with the Unhurried Life.